Oh, g'day trendsetters. Welcome to episode 607 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg. And if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website transmove.com or just send me through an email, tim at transmove.com. Now, what's been going on in my little world? I've, I've been taking my son to this weekly bike racing series. Um, which is generally 20 to 25 k's and so i do the racing with him we had to get um cycling australia licenses and all that to to do it that that was all good got the mothballs out of the pocket and but what we do is is probably really unfair but but we have a lot of fun in 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 a doing it anyway but what it is is um it's handicapped so they work out what times or paces you're most likely going to do and just, and so they can try and make it as fair as possible. So they go, all right, well, you take off at this time, wait three minutes, all right, now you lot take off at this time. But what's been going on? I've been, I said, I'm, I'm here, to, I'm just going to go with my son, Jack. And they go, yeah, yeah, that's all right. And that's the bit I, they're going to pull the pin on. I'm, I'm positive they are. Um, well, they should anyway, because because <laughs> I a hundred percent pace the entire race for him, and g- generally, if there's a group of us that take off at the same time, I'm pacing the entire group, and um, I think a hundred percent of the time, we've I've Jack and myself in particular, you know, I'm pacing, we've dropped the entire group, and so someone's gonna someone's gonna complain that this is unfair. The, the, this kid's bringing his his dad to be his domestique and uh, you know just uh, and because of it he's he's got i think he's got a second he's got a couple of thirds and generally i follow, follow suit after it i'm i'm in the spot after and i ha- and i will say they've i've won a couple of um store va- bike store vouchers and I, every time i've declined it saying no nah, no nah, i'm i'm fine because it I, it isn't it's not fair that i i shouldn't be taking off in the group that 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 I take off with, but <laughs> but it, but it's a lot of fun. And the good thing I like about it is, I give real live feedback to my son as we're going, meaning um, you know body positions, power, cadence, um, your tactics. So you know, get down low, push it, big gear. And we had one time. Um, the wind was pretty pretty bad, and it was more of a diagonal. Um, direction and so everyone's trying to sit on the back and you, you're not getting much benefit from that you've got you've got to be you know more of an echelon so i say so i turned around and said to my son put your front wheel in line with my back wheel and just stay there and so he did and i, I said does that feel better he goes yeah feels heaps and so uh, and I and I just we have a rough idea on what sort of power he can hold off my power and I just jump on the front and and hold it, and and so that that's kind of our race tactics every time. And right at the end, we generally have dropped everyone in our group, and but we've got the faster boys flying up behind us, and and then I can be saying, you know, you need to bend more at the elbows, or you know, get get lower, bigger gear on this bit here, and and so it's been really good. He's he, he, he I believe he's learning lots, and. And I'm having fun with it, but yeah, he's 
It, they're going to pull the rug from under us. Say they're going to say, "You, you can't. If you're going to ride with him, you must be on the back of him at least." I'm, I'm waiting for it, but until then, I'll just, we'll, we'll just, you know, not. It's not cheating, but it's not too far off from cheating. Well, maybe it is cheating. Now I'm now I've said that out loud. Anyway, so with today's episode, I haven't got any questions. So what I thought I would do is talk about talk do an episode for people who are new to the sport and um, how they should train um, or consider looking at training um, how they should prepare for their first or second or third or whatever race give some tips and tricks along the way and we'll, we'll, we'll go from there and, and I'm sure I'm going to veer off in a hundred different directions and by the end of it we all should be wildly confused with um, what I'm talking about so my biggest thing for tri- for people that are getting into the into sport into the triathlons um, is it's got to be fun it's you've got to have zero expectations first um, get a get a couple of uh, fun races under under the under your belt and then you can start looking at adding more pressure onto yourself or more expectations or adding whatever but first up well, what holds a lot of people back from triathlons is the swim. For most people, that's what really holds them back. Um, so the f- the first things first is um, the biggest tip I could give is go to your local pool and ask: Is there an adult edu- like an adult swim course that you can do? A lot of pools will have like a a five session or three session or whatever program. So you just go there; they'll teach you the basics of the basics, and then you can progress from there that's going to be the biggest bang for your buck it's it's going to you you could get more improvement from doing something like that than if you went out and jumped in the pool three days a week for two years and and you pro, you'd probably make more gains doing that that with, with an instructor for a half a dozen weeks if that's not available to you because of um, your available training hours aren't in line with theirs or you're not confident with doing it because you want to be more you know be solo or whatever the reason you're not going to not you're not wanting to do it Um, I, I don't know if they still hold it or not but effortless swim had a like a ten dollar deal where you pay ten dollars and you do a five day catch um five day freestyle catch course or something like that it is i would probably you know pay the ten dollars and do that course right take notes i don't know i don't know if you are logged out after you watch it all or it's open for however long but you would probably learn a lot from just taking that and it only cost ten dollars well it used to i don't know if he still got that deal or not so chuck jump onto the effortless swim um brent he's a really nice guy and he's got a lot of good information on his on his websites and on youtube but the important thing is with swimming you've got to get the technique right or close enough to to being right now if you're just in for i just want to do my local sprint triathlon and call it call it a day. Um, just jump into your local pool and splash about. Pretend you're a windmill, and then you know, see if you can clock up, clock up the distance, and go from there. But if you want, you, you're going to have a lot more fun being a lot more faster. So be a lot faster. Now, so so there's the swim, um, bike. You, hopefully, you got 
a semi-professional fit, if you haven't got a professional fit, um, call up your local tri club and see if someone there would re- would be able because we all don't have the you know four five hundred dollars available to get a professional fit. So you either need to spend some real time and research on the internet on what your bike position probably should look like and then you can work your way from there or you can contact your local cycling club or triathlon club explain to them you know i i don't want to spend the money do you can you recommend something i would almost put money on that people love to help so i would almost put money on it that there would be saying yeah go over to davo's house um four o'clock on wednesday and he'll he'll be there and he'll set you up so and then I run would you know running's very technique focused but for 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 today we'll just assume everything's all peachy and you're running so when it comes to for most people their first first triathlon is either going to be an enticer or super sprint or um or it's going to be a sprint distance I've had one question and argument just popped up by a lot of people that have never done the sport before is I'm too slow to be doing a sprint distance and the the, the name itself is not um not the best name for it I don't know what what a good name would be but it, a sprint distance or a super sprint or is probably not the best naming for for it because it's far from that you're gonna the amount of people that go to these um, events yeah you, you don't see it as much these days but you used to see it a lot where they'd be on their mountain bikes and the, it's very encouraging community so you can turn up with your you know neighbor's mountain bike he's huffy and do it and you're going to get the same amount of support by everyone there than the person with the fifteen thousand dollar time trial bike so don't be worried about you're not going to have the right gear you're not going to have the you know it's going to be too fast or whatever that i haven't heard of a club putting crap on people because they've turned up with a huffy and this is their first triathlon they're, they're very supportive um so when it comes to training you've got to look at your available training hours for starters so and only you know this so let's let's just say you've got six hours a week to train um you you can start penciling well i need i'm if it's a sprint distance you're gonna to have to make sure you're able to swim 750 meters you're gonna to have to be able to cycle 20 k's and you're gonna to have to be able to run 5 k's but then you can start penciling it i wouldn't worry too much about doing fast stuff unless you're well trained um aerobically trained i would i wouldn't even worry too much about intervals i would just simply get a moderate volume in so it's um, using the, the the method um the easy easy moderate medium mad is easy is obviously easy easy moderate is um a comfortable pace you should be able to do it breathing only through your nose and if you can't do it breathing through your nose you're probably going to be too fast so you probably need to slow it up and medium is whatever the distance or time set it should be uncomfortable but manageable and mad is as fast as possible without compromising technique and i can't illustrate that bit enough it's 
you you say to someone it's 200 meters mad they're sprinting and that's not their normal technique um they're, they're way too fast so whatever the whatever that time or distance is it should be as fast as possible without compromising your normal technique um and I would probably run off run off that. So making making sure you're just getting good aerobic training in without overcomplicating everything. Now and and then if you're wondering, oh, I'm not fit enough, or I don't know whether I can do it. I I have the ten thousand dollar rule, and this goes right across the board. Whether you think I don't know if I should if I can jump up to Ironman, or I should be doing a seventy point three. I don't know about this. The secret question you need to ask yourself, if someone offered you, if I offered you $10,000 today, would you be able to do an Ironman this weekend? Um, would you be able to do it? And you go, well, if I go, can, I, can you do an Ironman this weekend? You go, oh, geez, I don't know about that. Well, for $10,000? Oh, yeah, 10000 bucks, I could. Well, right. Well, we've established you could do an Ironman. <laughs> so let, let's let's work our way back from that. Um so once you're comfortable that you're going to be able to swim in open water with your hopefully your head in the water and not having panic attacks or anything like that once you're comfortable and the good another way of getting about this is um visualizing it you can do it on your bike you can sit there in your lounge room eyes closed you're visualizing yourself swimming in open water um, or you can just do some open water. Um, so on, so you earmark, earmark your your race day, and you let's say it's you've got your your race coming up. Just take it easy on race day. We're not, you know, we're not trying to get into peak performance, and so we're not trying to literally hit a peak. You know, so just go into it more rested than um than anything don't do anything silly on race morning just have a normal breakfast the day before have normal foods keep everything as normal as possible if you're doing a big event um like you're going to be doing a, a sprint distance but there's hundreds of people doing it it may pay to the day before stopping off to your party shop and getting a helium balloon and what you do with that helium balloon is as you're going into transition tie it to where you tie it on the rack where your bike is so um you're not a lot goes on a lot is going on in uh, in transition on race days so you want to make things um, as simple as possible so as you're coming out of the water you just have to run towards your balloon and you know your bike's there. As you're coming into transition to off the bike, all you've got to do is run to that balloon. So that's a really nice, easy way way of doing it. And and that this works for just about most races. I, 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 you just, it's just a nice, nice, easy way of doing it so you don't get lost. Because some of these transitions, if you're not 100% sure where that bike is, you can lose minutes trying to think, crap, where, where is it, where is it? And you're running up and down the, the aisle looking for your, where you put your bike. Or it, it can be can be messy, but there really is the goal number one for, for, for this event is purely to have fun. Um, if, you, if you're at any time haven't got a smile on your face during it, then... You, you, you've got to got to quickly change that. You've got to have got to have a hundred percent smiling the whole the whole time that you're just doing this. And and ideally, if this is your first triathlon, you'd want to start off with an entice or 
it depends what part of the world is, what clubs and stuff call it but it's either going to be a super sprint or an enticer which is a 350 meter swim 10k bike either a two or a two and a half k run um that, that, that's a really nice one to start off with but a lot will actually go the next one up to the sprint distance which is a 750 meter swim um 20k bike 5k run <laughs> and then from from there you got the olympic distance triathlons which is um or regular triathlon uh, is regular distance which would be 50 um what is it 1500 meter swim a 40k bike ride a 10k run from there you've got the half iron man um so some places do the the 100k ones where it's the uh, um two 2k swim 80k bike 18k run coles bay half used to be that and i actually liked that event that was good but um and then you the half iron men's 1.9k swim um 90k bike ride um 21k run and the iron men's the 3.8k swim 180k bike 42k run the you'll see at most iron men's there are going to be one two three people that are doing the ironman and this is their very first triathlon ever not just their first ironman but their first triathlon ever and um it's not a good way of doing it um i kind of did it but it was a bucket list thing um i wouldn't recommend it but having said that if i didn't do that I don't know if I would be, if I ever would have done an Ironman, starting off slow and working my way up. But I kind of went straight to Ironman, hung around there for a while, and I've done a couple of small ones <laughs> as I progressed. Um, uh, but ideally, if this is your first, if you're fit, you can go straight into a sprint distance triathlon. If you're not that fit or that confidence, go in the enticer race, and then you can just slowly. Um, build confidence through that get a couple of races under your belt and then you can start looking at right how do i optimize my training how do i optimize my equipment how do i optimize you know my, my recovering nutrition everything so just some basic things you'll most likely need a wetsuit for depends on where you are in the world a wetsuit's going to help you greatly in the swim because it's going to keep you um elevated in the water um you got the safety aspect of it you get it's warmer and it's going to be faster for for the most part surfing um you'll see the odd person turn up with their surfers um, wetsuit that's probably not the optimal wetsuit you could possibly use um jumping on facebook marketplace um you know gumtree ebay craigslist um you're going to find some really good cheap bargains for wetsuits and everything else um for bikes it doesn't really matter for, for your first triathlon but you don't need a lot of people you're not going to see every man and his dog on a time trial bike they're going to be there's going to be a lot of road bikes there there's going to be time trial bikes there's going to be the odd mountain bike there um for the enticers you you're probably going to see a lot more mountain bikes in the enticers you might, might occasionally see the odd bmx being used um and then for the run obviously just normal running shoes but it's exciting i would um yeah just go into it with zero expectations the only goal is to have fun 
I, I don't know if this I think I just jibbled on more than anything. I don't know if you guys really got anything out of that now that I'm talking about it. But, yeah, if you did listen to the rest of this episode and you are you are new, send me an email. Let me know how you're getting on. And let me know how your first race goes or your next race goes. Send me a photo or whatever. I'm, I'm always interested in hearing from you guys. Well, if you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com. Until next episode, miru.